What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I also saw in the comments when, when, when this was posted on, on the All the Smoke page, people wanted to know what we were talking about when I mentioned David Stern. But, you know, <laughs> Jack obviously came over from Indiana off a motherfucking gun shootout. Boys, fresh out. So I told Jack one day to come out and, like, assume the position like he was about to get arrested. So Jack would put his hands on his head, and I would frisk Jack. And then we got into the playoffs, and David Stern said if he did it again, he was going to suspend us. And everybody loved it when we did it, dog. That we was crazy. Live. Motherfuckers was laughing. <laughs> the second half of the season is officially underway, and this is what's burning. Uh, Joel Embiid went down Friday night with a hyperextended knee. I think had the whole city uh, on their toes. Luckily, no structural damage, just a bone bruise. Scheduled to be out two weeks. Bone bruises are tricky. Jack, what are your thoughts on uh, Embiid going down? It just sucks, man. Having a great year, uh, MVP season, and uh, this team needs him. You know, they, 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 was on a, they was playing good, and just not having him on the court sucks, man. So I'm just glad it's, it's going to be for two weeks and not too long. Absolutely. Um, should Philly be concerned, you know, with his absence? He, obviously, he's on an MVP-type season. Uh, he's the go-to guy in that team. Should they be concerned, in your opinion? I think so, because you got to figure out who's going to be able to hold this team up. You got to think a lot of their offense for the other guys besides them be comes off double teams, and a lot of guys get their shots from him from him from him being double teams. So to not having him out there is going to change up the offense a lot. And I don't know what guys are good enough to hold this team up while he's down. So we'll see. I don't think it's it's that concerning. I think my main concern is him being healthy because they have no shot uh, in the playoffs without him. Um, I think there's still some wiggle room at the top of the East. Worst case scenario, they could fall to third. There's still six games ahead of um, the Heat currently, which is in the fourth spot. So, you know, whether Brooklyn overtakes them, Milwaukee slides into two, I think they'll still be a top four uh, team. And, uh, you know, Embiid, or with Embiid down, Simmons and Harris's numbers are great, which we'll visit a little bit later. So, to me, the most important thing is making sure Joel stays on the sideline until he's completely healthy. And these guys just go out there and hoop. I think that, you know, there's time. Luckily, this happened early 
early in the second half and not later in the second half. So you hopefully you'll have him completely healthy um, come playoff time. So, you know, with this move, you know, Dwight Howard is going to have an opportunity to step up and get some significant minutes. Uh, you know, as a starter, he's at about eight points and nine rebounds, 56% um, field goal percentage. Um, do you think Dwight can, like I said, you can't fill a star like Embiid's shoes, but you think Dwight can do a, 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 a an admirable job while he's in there? Yeah, I mean, he can go and he can go in and fill the role a little bit, but that's not going to win them games. But, you know, Dwight has always been solid. Dwight is, Dwight is a future Hall of Famer. Uh, he's going to do the same thing he did when he was in L.A., you know, fill in the roles and do what he needs to do, rebound and block shots. So he's, he's going to, Dwight's going to do his part, but you don't want to start losing too many games while he's down, and that's my only thing. I know what Dwight can do, and I know he's going to contribute, but he's not going to win games for him. Yeah, I mean, they uh, they beat the dog shit out of the Spurs last night. They got a, you know they got some good games coming up this week, so it'll be interesting to see uh, you know what they do while Embiid is down. In the week ahead, Wednesday night, we have a nice playoff rematch between Luka in the Mavericks versus Kawhi in the Clippers. Dallas is finally healthy, uh, 11-3 over the last 14, and in that same time span, the Clippers are 8-8, eight eight, struggling right now. Um, I think there's something going on over there. I think there's a little disconnect with Lou Will right now, it seems like. Um, as much as I love Pat Bev, I really feel like they need a starting point guard. Uh, whether that be Reggie Jackson or someone else. Um, Jack, thoughts on this game? Uh, it's going to be exciting. Like you said, Dallas has been playing well, man. Luka, Luka's finally uh, – well, his team is finally coming along and, and picking up and playing to his level of play and starting to get dubs. But the Clippers, man, I've always said this, man. I, I, I love Patrick Beverly uh, as a competitor, but I don't like him as a point guard and definitely not for that team. Um, they right. they need some they need more of a Chris Paul type point guard that can get guys in position that know when to get uh, uh, Kawhi and Paul George the ball know when to make plays just just know how to run the team because there's only so much T. Lou can do as a point guard from, as being a coach from the sideline so they yeah. definitely need that Matt and I think that's what's hurt that's the only thing that's really hurting them right now every all the other pieces to the puzzle are cool I I, I think they can get. Uh, can bring Lou back in into the fold a little more, but for the most part, a solid point guard is the answer to their problems. Yeah, I mean, I think in today's game, your point guard either needs to be a playmaker or a scorer, and the really good ones are both. And, you know, like I said, Pat Beverly is one of the best on-ball defenders, you know, leaders in this game, but to me, he's not the starting point guard that this team needs to be able to move forward. Um, so this is going to be fun. Uh, you know, Kawhi addressed last night uh, after their game about consistency, you know, and, and that's something he feels they don't have. And obviously all good teams have consistency. So Clippers got to pick it up. Um, second half of the season, it's time to go. You know, so we'll see what happens uh, moving forward. But definitely looking forward to this game Wednesday night. Wednesday night, we also have 76ers versus Bucks. Uh, Embiid down. This is both teams' first matchup against each other this year. This is going to be a huge test for them, obviously, without Embiid. But the one thing that's encouraging to me is Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons' numbers while uh, Embiid has been down. Tobias is at almost 25 points a game and seven rebounds, and Ben's at 19, seven and a half, seven and a half. So, you know, they got two guys stepping up. Um, you know, Giannis has been dominant this uh against this team last year at nearly 29 and 17 a game. So this is going to be a fun game, but it's going to be a good test for them to see, you know, how how do they maneuver, you know, without Embiid against, against some of the better teams in the East. Well, nine out of ten nights, Giannis is going to be Shaq on the court. But not when Embiid's out there. 
So he's licking his chops. He's licking his chops for this game. He know the big fella not going to be out there. He know he's going to be able to dominate and push everybody else around. So he's licking his chops. But like you said, it's more shots. You know, uh, Harris and Simmons definitely going to get more shots. They're going to have a bigger role with Embiid out. And uh, it, it's going to be entertaining to see. And the plus side to that, when it, if Embiid come back healthy and come back playing how he was before he got hurt, with those guys picking their level of play up, it could be a good thing going into the playoffs. Absolutely. I think that's a great point that, that we didn't touch on earlier. You know, this gives guys, you know, that rhythm they're going to need come playoff time. You know, if beat isn't healthy, some of these guys aren't going to get the minutes going into the playoffs that they would need to have that kind of rhythm. So this could be a positive. Like I said, to me, the most important thing with, with, with Philly right now, because I feel like they have a chance uh, to come out of the East is just making sure Embiid gets healthy. So, you know, the rest mm -hmm. of the guys are going to have – I mean, you remember, you know, when the star player on you know on whatever team we played on went down, that meant, you know, everyone had to step their game up. So it's going to be interesting to see mm -hmm. what these role players can do. Danny Green, Seth Curry getting his rhythm back, uh, Dwight, and, and the rest of the guys coming off that bench. Um, but uh, this is going to be a nice battle. Wednesday night is going to be a fun night. I'm definitely going to have to roll up and uh, kick my feet up and enjoy it. Next up on the radar presented to you by DraftKings uh, to round the week out. Lakers and Phoenix Suns matchup. Two teams at the top of the West. Uh, currently, the Lakers are plus 120 to win the West. Phoenix, a little longer odds at plus 1,200. Jack, Lakers have been struggling since AD's been down. Uh, thoughts on the way they've been playing, and uh, when should we expect AD back? Good question, man. Uh, I think having AD back is imperative, man. You, you don't want to get too late in the season and put too much pressure on him to try to get in shape and to carry the load and, and just and just put a big load on him too soon. You want him to be able to work his way back in. But for the most part, too, you don't want LeBron James to wear down. You know, he's been playing a lot of minutes, you know, trying to hold his team together. So it's a funny situation in L.A. right now, man. I think some of the pieces they added are not panning out to the way they want them to, you know, i.e. Marcus Gasol. So... It's, it, it, it's going to be interesting to see how the, how the season ends out with, with for them, considering they've been going through so much this year. Yeah, I mean, obviously we know the importance of AD being on the court. I think uh, last thing I heard, he's going to be evaluated in, in two weeks. So he's probably a good two and a half, three weeks from coming back. Um, some mm -hmm. of their pickups not haven't worked, just haven't panned out the way they thought it would. I thought Marcus would be a good pickup because his basketball IQ is smart, his ability to pass the ball. But it's been an open season on that paint. They really miss Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee. Um, you know, mm -hmm. So you hear guys out there on the wire they could be possibly looking at with uh, Andre Drummond being bought out and, and possibly looking at the Lakers. I definitely think they need a big man uh, to solidify that middle. Uh, Drummond would be a dream come true, I'm sure, for that team. Um, but outside of that, you know, it's, it's, it's not as smooth sailing. And I think you made a great point, you know, how much do – you push LeBron. Um, you know, to me, this team healthy, it doesn't matter what seed they are because there's no real home court advantage anymore with the way, uh, you know, the COVID has affected the NBA. So to me, the Lakers just have to be healthy as they possibly can going into the playoffs and they'll most likely be odds on favor. So it's going to be, uh, you know, obviously a fun game to watch with Phoenix, you know, being my team at the beginning of the season to, to, to look out for and, and crazy to see what, you know, Chris Paul has been able to get these guys to do uh, two in the West and, uh, you know, him and Book, both all-stars. So definitely going to be a fun game to check out on Sunday. With Phoenix sitting at two in the West and their odds of coming out of the West are plus 1,200. Jack, are they the best long shot in the West? 
I think so, man. The way they've been playing, having Chris Paul directing this team now, and they're sitting number two in the West right now. I bet $100 to win a 1200 any day. Good bet for me. Definitely. Devin Booker's at 27 a game, shooting 50, 51% from the field. CP's at 16-9 and nine and leading this team. This was my surprise pick, and, and they definitely haven't let me down. So great odds for them to come out of the West. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Our favorite segment coming up now. We have fan questions, Jack. Let's get right to it from jsmitty.23. Great question to start it off. Warriors big three or Nets big three? Come again? Come again? Come again? I don't know how to answer that, man. Uh, That's a tough one, ain't it? Uh, I mean, 
KD on both teams, so they exit out. Uh, you got MVPs with Steph. Uh, James, I'm I'm going Nets big three. I just mm-hmm. like the I I just like James, Kyrie, and 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 KD together. I mean, you, you can't go wrong with Steph, Clay, and KD. But I like I like having Kyrie and James next to KD. I, I love the Nets big three, uh, but I've seen the Warriors do it. And the the reason why I'm picking the Warriors is because of Draymond, not because of the big threes. I think the big threes are right there. They can mm. almost cancel each other out. But what but what Draymond brings to both sides of the floor, the Nets don't have. So that was a hell of a question, though, man. You can't go wrong with either. But we've all seen the, what the Warriors have done with their three. We're excited to see what the Nets can do with their three. But, uh, man, great fucking question to start off fan questions. Good question, bro. At Young Rasputin 1, if you guys were each other in your prime today, what current teams do you think would benefit most from players like you both? Mm, I'm going to say the Lakers. I would, I would want to go to the Lakers, um, play with LeBron, bring that defense and, and three mentality. The way that team can pass the ball, I know I would eat all day cutting too, so – my choice is the Lakers. What's yours? I will go to Philly. They need mm. a defensive stopper. They need a tougher guy. Mm. They need a guy to take some of that pressure off and beat. He don't. He mm. shouldn't have to be the the best player and the protector. You know. So I think I think I would benefit great in in, in Philadelphia right now. I would go there, be a defensive stopper, and uh, and, and and make this team a little tougher than what it is. Uncle underscore Phil. Whenever he leaves San Antonio, does DeMarcus Aldrich have enough to help a team compete for a chip? Oh, he's still in the league? I didn't even know that. He don't talk. He don't do nothing. Like, he was one of the best players in the league, one of my favorite players. But now, just like the last couple of years, he got to San Antonio and with head in the Alamo. So I don't know, bro. I, I, don't, think, I don't know if he can help anybody. I, I don't see the drive. I don't see the, the want to win. You know, you get to San Antonio, you had a chance to fill Tim Duncan's shoes, and you just, and you just disappear. So, I don't know, bro. That's a good question. Maybe you can help us out with that. I mean, he was tough, you know, for a handful of years uh, in San Antonio. You definitely haven't heard from him a lot of late. But, uh, you know, someone who can – a big that can stretch the floor, I think, can uh, help a team. Um, I'm not really sure. I mean, San Antonio just hasn't – you know, they're San Antonio, you know, so they're not flashy. We haven't seen much of them. We haven't heard much of them. So I really don't know what his game is like today, to be honest with you. You know, but I remember, obviously, the, 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 the Marcus I played against three years ago was, you know, still doing his thing. So um, they're obviously parting ways. Him and Pop have had that conversation. So it'll be interesting to see where he lands um, and if he still has anything left in the tank. All right, next fan question. Rob Rilla 607. Top three basketball movies, Matt. Mm. I'm gonna start with Above the Rim. Okay. Um, classic. What you got? I'm going with Above the Rim, my number one too. Okay. Um, next up for me, um, he got game. Next up for me, I'm gonna go Hoop Dreams. Ooh, Hoop Dreams. I like that. Uh, number three for me. Uh, man, I like White Man Can't Jump. That is the classic, Matt, and I hate not to go with that one because that is the classic, but I grew up watching this movie, and it has nothing, my basketball background was nothing like it, but it was one of my favorite movies. 
Hoosiers is a classic for me. Hoosiers, okay. I never seen Hoosiers to be honest with you. Some honorable classic. mentions for me are Sunset Park, uh, Coach Carter. Um, those are also some other basketball movies I I, I enjoyed watching. What was the mm -hmm. Six Man too with the uh with the, with the with the with the with the Wayne brother that was disappearing yep. and could come back as a ghost and some shit. <laughs> yeah. Can't forget Space one. Jam. Oh, Space Jam. Space Jam 2 is coming. Last question. Mahat Bazado. I don't know if that's how your handle spelled but, <laughs> or said, but that's your fault if it's not. They, he, he, uh, they said, we just want some funny or crazy locker room stories. What else can we oh get? Oh, my God. We man. left him with a classic oh. Baron story. Yeah, we left him with a classic Baron story. Oh, oh man. We just, we just got so many, man. Oh. I wasn't prepared for that question. I thought we gave him a good one last time. Um, What's what about funny um, locker room we're, stories? We're, we're oh, uh, stuck God. around the playoffs. We're in we're, we're in we're in we're in Utah, and Nelly puts me, you, and Baron's room all next to each other, and puts a, a high school gym fan at the end of the hallway. Because he knew we were going to be blowing it down. Hey, you know what? Now, okay, that's a good one because I remember. Because me and BD had our last drug test and in Utah. And when we came out, yeah. Nelly was right there at the tunnel with the high five. Give it a high five. Didn't he say something? <laughs> it's like last yeah. drug test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nelly was happy. Now, remember that, remember that shit? So we all, yeah. had, we all had the rooms on the uh, – all had connecting rooms right next to each other. I think we're in Utah, too. Like, they don't smoke in Utah. They don't – you know what I mean? Like, we're, they were blowing down the hotel in Utah. But Nelly put that – had the big-ass gym fan uh, in the hallway uh, just to look out for us, man. Fucking he Nelly. wanted his players comfortable. He wanted his players comfortable. <laughs> he, wanted, he, he wanted us ready to rock out. I also saw in the comments when, when this was posted on, on the All the Smoke page, people wanted to know what we were talking about when I mentioned David Stern. And you obviously mentioned Baron. I was thinking about another story. But the David Stern shit was, when did we start doing it? We started doing a pat down. So when Jack <laughs> – so, you know, <laughs> Jack obviously came over from Indiana off a motherfucking gun shootout. <laughs> so I don't know, you know, me being an asshole, I'm always trying to be funny about everything. So I told Jack one day to come out and like assume the position like he was about to get arrested. So Jack would put his hands on his head and I would frisk Jack. And we were doing it for a while, but we got into the playoffs and obviously that's the, the time we beat Dallas. So the world is watching. So I'm every every pregame, Jack comes out. This is the only time in my life I'll act like I'm a cop. This motherfucker will come out. <laughs> I would pat Jack down. And then we do a little handshake and it'd be it. But David Stern caught wind of it and was going to suspend us. David Stern said if we did it, uh, rest in peace uh. to David Stern. If we can, because they warned us a couple times that we just didn't listen. We just kept doing it. And then we got into the playoffs and David Stern said if he did it again, he was going to suspend us. So we, that, that shit had to come to an end. Shit, <laughs> it was funny was too. Funny when I first got to the team, I was on a seven game suspension. So I remember, I remember you coming to me today. He's like, no, check it out. You know what I mean? You know, you, you know, look, <laughs> when you come out, <laughs> I'm going to press you. We're going to do the handshake. <laughs> and everybody loved it when we did it, dog. That was crazy. Motherfuckers was laughing. When they first saw it, they got, couldn't I believe it. I got footage of it. I got footage of it. Yeah, I want to see that shit. When they first yeah, seen I got it, people were like, yo, what the fuck? These dudes are crazy. Boy, it's fresh anyway. out. Yeah, that shit was funny. This week on All the Smoke, we have CJ McCullum patiently awaiting his comeback. Here's a quick teaser of our conversation. 
Enjoy. What is unique about your team? Um, although you've only been on this team since you've been a pro, but your mental toughness, your mentality, your ability to stay together when you lose stars or, or, or key members of this team. You, like I said, I, I touched on it earlier, but what is that? Is, is there a person? Is there a motto? Is it the organization? What keeps you guys, one, for, um, when sometimes with the situations you guys have been presented, some teams will go on to islands? I think it's a combination of things. You look at our leadership. Um, look at who we have in place. You know, you look at Dame, he's solid. You know what I'm saying? He's always steady. He's the right type of captain. He's not the type of pilot who's going to go back there and be like, yo, the, the plane going down. You know what I'm saying? Like the pilot come back there and start panicking. Everybody panic. I think that his even killedness and his work ethic rubs off on the rest of us. And then you look at the top of the organization from our GMs to our presidents to our owners to our coaching staff. They, they believe in empowerment. They believe in our culture. They believe in uh, continue to develop guys and we go after certain types of players who myself like underdogs who who got something to prove who had to work for everything they got in life I wasn't a five-star I didn't go to McDonald's I was American nothing you know what I'm saying I was taking ice baths and trash cans I had you know two pairs of shoes to hoop in for the season and then they might give you something for the NCAA tournament like that's how we got to this point so now when you get all these resources around you that back you you got 24-hour access to a gym where I used to have to sneak in a gym because we used our, our oxygen for wrestling, and then we also took exams in it, you know what I'm saying, at, at my university. So I used to have to move the chairs so I could shoot free throws, I can get to my midi, and I could get to, like, certain spots at the three-point line. But now I got a team of suits. Like, how can I fail with all of these resources, you know, set up for me to succeed? And I think our appreciation for the game is, is different because we, we had to – to outwork everybody to get to this point, and we still outwork people to this day. Winding down the show, next up we have quick hitters. Jack, are the Hawks turning the corner? Uh, 5-0 and since Nate McMillan's taken over. Um, Trey Young's at about 26 points a game, eight assists in that five-game run, shooting nearly 44% from the three-point line. I know Nate's a really dis defensive-minded coach and holds <coughs> players accountable. Uh, do you think he's what they need to make a little push? To get in the playoffs? Definitely. Experienced player. Was a tough-minded coach. Played with Hall of Famers. Coached a lot of great players. He's been around. Uh, I think having a coach, you know, I'm high on player coaches, Matt. I'm high mm -hmm. on players that played the game at a high level, that played on great teams, because they know the situations in and out the game to enable to help players make adjustments during the game. So I, I love Nate McMillan, and it, it, it's not rocket science. For, them to, for him to step in and they automatically go 5-0, and oh, it says a lot to the experience he has, and, 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 and these guys are actually paying attention and buying into what he's, what he's coaching them. But also, it gives Rondo the room to be more of a teacher because I know Nate McMillan is giving him free reign to do more of, of being a coach and, and, and a teacher uh, right now, now, he, now that he's coached. So it's a lot of dy dynamics that add up with Nate being coached right now, and as you see, it's working. I mean, they're right now they're eighth in the east but only two games out of fourth you know there's a traffic jam right here so anybody really can make it you know a run and hop into you know that five six seven seed so um you know tough young team thought they would be better at this point than they've been but you know it, it's all about getting hot at the right time you know Gallinari has kind of had a down year considering you know what they paid him and what he's uh normally accustomed to but with uh, McMillan his numbers are uh at nearly 17 points a game and 46% from the three-point line. So I think, Nate, fresh face, new energy. Like I said, like everything you said, uh, proven, experienced, 
winner and coach, and uh, it's serving the Hawks right right now. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Next up, the Miami Heat are hot as can be, winning 10 out of their last 11 uh, over this run, Jimmy Butler's at 25, nine assists and nearly three steals a game, shooting 51% from the floor. Um, we both know this team goes as Jimmy goes, and they were out of the playoff race not too long ago, and they crept quietly uh, up to number four. Thoughts on the Heat? They got a dog leading that team. I'm not surprised. It just took a couple of weeks for Jimmy to get back in the fold of thing and get healthy. Uh, we, I, they're, they're a championship team, especially with, Jim, with, with Jimmy Butler leading that team. Everybody goes as, he's, as he go. He, he, he sets the tone on offense. He makes play. I mean, on defense, he sets the tone on offense, make plays on offense. He does everything for that team. And I think when his level rises, everybody else level rises. And that's why you see, you know, them, them having a success. But he fits Miami. He yep. fits Miami. Pat Riley needs a guy like him to be, to be the face of that organization, and he fits it, and that's the reason why everything's working. Yeah, Goran Dragic is back. Um, I would like to see Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson kind of find that form and confidence they had in the bubble last year. But, yeah, this team goes as Jimmy goes, uh, and you never know. You know, last year they came from the fifth seed to, to represent the East, um, so you can never count out a Jimmy Butler-led team. And, uh, you know, Miami's looking like they're getting back on track. Blake to Brooklyn. Brooklyn is already the hottest team in the league, winning 12 out of 13 games. Jack, what does Blake to Brooklyn do for them? Everything. He's a big piece. You know, we talked about big threes and what big three would take with the Warriors and the Nets. And you chose the Warriors because of Draymond. Well, this is why I chose the Brooklyn Nets. It's because of Blake Griffin. He, he can pass just as well as Draymond, 
but he's a better scorer. He's not as athletic as he used to be, but he's a better offensive player. And that'll be a great dynamic for this team. He knows he's not going to come in and averaging 20, 30 points. But what Blake going to bring to this team is definitely going to put them over the hump. And I definitely got them winning the East by a landslide now, especially if it's a healthy Blake Griffin. Yeah, I, lo I love, you know, Blake uh, getting in a situation to win, uh, you know, getting a chance to play with them with Lob City, one of the most talented guys I've ever got a chance to play with. Um, you know, Detroit experiment didn't work out. Um, he's definitely not healthy. So I, my, my main concern is, you know, will he be healthy um, in Brooklyn? But if he is or anything close to healthy, it's scary. You know, Blake, like I said, all perennial all-star, you add him in the mix with, you know, their big three. Um, still need searching for some defense, though, because Blake is not, you know, someone who's going to control the paint. Um, you know, DeAndre, to me, is the only one out there that's really kind of controlling the paint. You know, KD getting back, KD definitely gets after it on the defensive end. But, you know, the defensive end, to me, is the only thing they're going to have to sure up. But uh, I definitely think this addition to Blake, uh, if he's healthy and can stay healthy, will definitely pay dividends, uh, you know, for them throughout the East and in and, the finals. And makes them a bigger team. Uh, man, shout out Karis LeVert, uh, who made his debut after he was traded, uh, and they found a mass on his kidneys, uh, successfully had that removed. And just to see him back on the court uh, playing uh, is truly a blessing, man. Yeah, man, it was good for me to see. Obviously, you know, uh, I'm one of them people, man, when I, when I saw it happening, you know, I, uh, I said a prayer for him, man, because I, I love the kid's game and everybody speak highly of him. So that's the last thing I wanted to see taken away from the game. But to see him back out there doing what he loves, you know, uh, making those shots and, and making and uh, being a uh, impact on the court again, it was refreshing for me to see. And I, I hope he continues to get healthy. Yeah. Solid young player uh, was playing great basketball when he was traded. Um, you know, that trading was a blessing in disguise, you know, to be mm -hmm. able to have to go through that physical and, and find that mass before it got too much you know obviously cancer is you know something that, that that took my mom so i take it very seriously so very happy to see him back on the court uh healthy and man continued success and health to you my brother 2021 hall of fame finalists announced some big names on there uh paul pierce chris bosh uh great coach rick adelman coop from the la lakers some other finalists my og mentor big brother chris weber uh Ben Wallace, Tim Hardaway, uh, the first Crip that went to UCLA, Marcus Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and Bill Russell as a coach. Uh, loaded class, uh, you know, still looking forward to this 2020 class um, being inducted. But that's a great list. You know, I think Chris Weber is someone who's been overlooked his entire career. Uh, I think Paul Pierce is a shoe-in. Chris Bosh, very deserving. Um, you know, great list. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for all those. Everybody's deserving. Uh, everybody had Hall of Fame career, so it's only right that they get. If they don't even get in, at least they get a nod. Yeah, I mean, Ben Wallace, too. Shout out Ben Wallace, uh, HBCU player with the potential to go to the Hall of Fame. I think, what, four-time defensive player of the year, championships. We should definitely see him in there. So congratulations to all the nominees, and uh, we hope you guys all get in. In closing... Shout out to our brother, Steph Curry, turning 33 yesterday. And on his birthday, he showed up and balled out at 32, mm -hmm. 9, and 5. Helped them beat the number one team in the West, the Utah Jazz, and ended a four-game skid for them. So definitely shout out Steph, man. Happy birthday to kid, Chef Curry.
Big shout out to our brother, Carmelo Anthony. Uh, still need you on the show, but congratulations for passing Hakeem Olajuwon, man. I think he says some anytime your name is on a list for anything next to Hakeem, that's a hell of an accomplishment. So shout out to Melo, uh, surpassing Hakeem to become the 11th all-time leading scorer in the history of the, la- the league. Next up, Elvin Hayes. Uh, thoughts on Melo, man. I love it. Man, continue to grow, continue to defy the odds, continue to do what everybody said you can't do. They tried to count you out. You know, me and Matt, some of your biggest fans. So continue to grow, bro. Your story is being, still being written, and we watching. Well, that's a wrap. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I'm fresh off vacation. I know I'm a little tanner. I feel good. <laughs> but you can catch What's Burning available every Monday on Showtime Basketball YouTube. And on Twitter at Show Basketball. Peace. See y'all next week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 